0: You are about to listen to a podcast in the fourth series of Garage Conversations with Char. My lovely and talented daughter, Shelby, will continue to participate in the discussions as her schedule allows. Thank you so much for choosing to listen. I sincerely hope you will find the podcast informative, engaging, and
1: inspiring.
0: While we are recording the... Last podcast in my fourth series, which is really exciting. And I'm really, although I always say I'm excited on these podcasts, uh, but I really, really am excited to have on my mom this time, Marilyn Mason. I was uh, fortunate enough to have on my dad in an earlier podcast in the series. So check that one out if you haven't, um, on capitalism. And um, now I get to have my mom on the topic that she really raised us with on gratitude and also a new friend that I met via Shelby who isn't here today she'll 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 be back next series, of course, uh, when she's available. but um Amanda, who uh, Shelby met at work and started talking to, and you know, Amanda has a podcast, and she says, Shelby told her my mom has a podcast, and uh, we we should connect and we did. and I'm actually uh, was very fortunate to. Ashley, uh, be on her podcast as well, a cup of gratitude, but I'm going to let her talk about that herself. So, what we're going to be talking about is the power of gratitude. I think um, gratitude is really a wonderful talk- topic to talk about. I think it's a game changer. I think when we're grateful, we can um, live um, a much better life because it sort of changes your paradigm. Um, so, before we jump into that, I'm going to let uh, my mom and Amanda introduce themselves. I guess, Amanda, since your name begins with A, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: We'll let hi. You go <laughs> sure, sure. That sounds fair. Um, hi, I'm Amanda. And as you said, uh, I do have a podcast. It's called A Cup of Gratitude. Um, I also uh, have published books, I'm a, a published author and a speaker and i started the podcast actually during the pandemic because i moved to take care of my elderly parents and during that time i wasn't able to do book signings or go and speak places but i still wanted to share the the gospel and i just love podcasting and love the people i get to meet including yourself
0: great well thanks amanda all right mom what do you what do you want to say about yourself <laughs>
1: Hi, my name is Marilyn Mason, and I'm the mom of Shar. For me, I am just a a thankful person who is um, involved in in so many things. And in my church, um, I am also a certified lay minister, and um, I also serve as our um, worship coordinator. And I do coordinate a lot of the programs. I type the church bulletin. I serve as a treasurer and business administrator. (laughs) And um, I am very active in church. I I love to to, um, be a part of ministry and um, reaching out to others and serving and um, just showing the love of of God to others. And I love family. Um, We are very family oriented. Um, based, um, I love the fact that I have my three great grandchildren and four grandchildren, and um, my son and daughter and daughter-in-law, and and uh, all a number of nieces, nephews, cousins, um, mm-hmm. extended family, and um, like I said, I am a family-oriented person. We have our church family, and I just love. Just showing love and and gratitude for all that God has done in my life.
0: Thanks, mom. And as you see, my mom is
2: retired, but not. She's a very busy <laughs> person. Um, so, as yeah. you
0: can see, and you know, she. Was- I'm
2: retired too. Since I took care of my parents, I quote unquote yeah. don't work anymore.
0: <laughs> I know you're retired, but not too Amanda. I don't know. I don't know if retired is a- actually the correct term for you too, but uh, yeah. You both are very busy, busy people. And I, but I'm really blessed and fortunate to, to have my mom and my dad. I was reflecting the other day on the fact that um as at the age that I am, and I'm not ashamed to say I'm 56, um, some of my um, you know, friends have already lost their parents. So I'm really glad yeah. that my parents are here and active, and I can do this podcast uh, with my mom today and also you, Amanda. But, you know, just starting out, you know, um, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I tend to like to define things. I think that may be my science side, but, and I tend to go to my go, go to spot is the Merriam-Webster online dictionary. And it says gratitude is defined as a state of being grateful and thankfulness. And I was just wondering, like, you know, that's, you know, your standard dictionary, uh, way to define, uh gratitude but i was wondering you know how would how would you you define a uh, gratitude um anybody want to jump in on that
2: i i think that for me gratitude is my only proper response to god's grace mm-hmm. yes yeah. you know that no matter what's going on i can look around and see that he is with me and there's still something good mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, that is a wonderful uh that's a wonderful definition. Um, Mom, you want to add to that or
1: yeah, i um would just like to also say that it's a, a thankful appreciation for what I have re- received through God's grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. and um I'm not ashamed to say that all things come through him and um, be appreciative. Of all the blessings that have come my way, and so that just causes me to just have so much joy in my heart to um, just be thankful and and just praising God for everything that He's done in my in my life and my family's life.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think those are all great definitions, um, and 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 that sort of leads me to my next question. Um, I was at this conference, it actually was the PA Women's Conference, which I have enjoyed over the years. I haven't gone for the past couple of years though. And one of the the speakers said, kindness was a superpower. And I agree with that. But I also would add gratitude in that same category of superpowers. Because you know when you're grateful, it, it really, like I said, it's a game changer. It has a paradigm shift. Because there are so many things going on in life. But if you have a grateful heart, you can sort of, you know, not that I'm saying you won't be sad or or you won't have challenges, but you can sort of change your paradigm about certain things. And you can look at things through different eyes that can sort of help you overcome challenges and just see the beauty and, 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 and even in some difficult situation. And I'm not saying you might be able to see it right then and there, but you can sit back and say, wow, you know, I, I'm grateful that I went through that because now I can see the reason why. Or why God brought me through this or that. So, you know, I was just wondering, you know, do you agree with, you know, the whole idea of gratitude being, being like a superpower?
2: Well, I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I think it transforms even the worst situations when we choose gratitude. And that's the point I want to make. It's definitely a choice. Gratitude. Mm is a choice. And we find the goodness that God has left all around us. Even just the fact, like I was saying before, that God is with us is all the gratitude I think that we we need in any circumstance. The fact that Jesus went to the cross and made a way for us is more than enough to balance the difficulties, the traumas, uh, the things that we go through, the pain, um, mm-hmm. and we're not doing it alone, you know, um, right. being able to know you're not by by yourself up, I think it transforms everything. I think gratitude is beyond a superpower. I think it is like a lens that mm. we can view everything through when we choose to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea of a lens, you know, cause you know, um, I, I used to do a lot more photography than I do now. I think with phones, I, I still will, like when I'm walking in the park, I'll see a scene, but you know, back in the day, you had a camera and you would put filters on it, and you'd have mm-hmm. a wide-angle lens, or yeah. you know, you could put colors. So the idea of this gratitude, seeing it as a different lens through which you can, you know, sort of color life, you can, can you can and look at things. I think is is a is a really cool analogy. Um, I don't know, Mom. Do you have any any other thoughts on that one?
1: Um, I also um, felt that you know. The, the the term superpowers was you know i, I agree with that and i i wanted to just add that it's um to be able to e- express our appreciation for everything that comes our way we know that we're gonna have our high and low points and and times when you know we don't know how we're going to to make it but it is something about the def- a feeling that you have, and the ability to show thankfulness in spite of what you're going through, knowing that you're not going through this alone, but that that God is always with you, and that He undergirds us and and um, helps us to to see beyond those obstacles in our path. So, uh, with gratitude, I mean I I'm just always in a thankful and rejoicing mood because we didn't have to be here today. You know, That's we right.
2: could,
1: we could um, be gone. And what we do is when I start thinking about it, I say we're living second to second because mm-hmm. with a blink of an eye, you know, we might close our eyes. We don't know the day, the time, the week or anything. Um, but we know that every day that we say we need to be lifting up our thanksgiving and praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think when we, you know, I always like to use for me Jesus as an example and how, you know, he went about helping others and you know even when he would help someone, he would say, now, you know, go show yourself to the priest, go go, you know, go basically be thankful, <laughs> and you know, um, um, you know, uh, and, and 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 be grateful for for what God has done for you. So I think that's so important, and and it just certainly does have an impact on my life you know I can see that and I and I can see how you know being grateful also impacts others because you don't know how much sometimes a simple thank you and that you appreciate something that someone does really encourages their heart Um, you know I think it you know and and sometimes you just being grateful can spill over to other people and, and, and help them to look at things differently. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was just, you know, thinking about that and, you know, we, we've sort of been talking a little bit about it, but, you know, I don't know if you have any more thoughts around how, you know, the impact of gratitude on your life and also how gratitude, um, or a sense of gratitude impacts others, because for me, growing up with my mother, who, of course, you can hear is very, has a sense of gratitude, would really help me to, to understand the importance, the importance of that, um, and it, it does make a difference, in to me, how I interact with other people, because I, I know that, um, you know, I want to treat them just like I would want to be treated, and I'm grateful mm-hmm. for, for all the people that I've met, and the interactions that I've have received through meeting people.
2: Yeah, I think what your mom said about appreciating the goodness is so important. Um, I think that even in this fallen world that we need to focus on the blessings. And it goes back to where Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy eleven twenty six 26 says, God says, I put before you today a blessing or a curse. The blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord and a curse if you disobey the, the, the commands of the Lord. And turn away from my ways by following other gods and that's gods with the lowercase g right Mm -hmm. so when we turn away and we start following the things of the world we're we're not able to stay in that place of appreciating what god's done for us because we've kind of filled his seat with something else you know what I mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think I think that it's all a matter of what your perspective is and what you're looking at and what you choose. And I think people want to be grateful. I think it's awesome to be able to influence them. I think they really do, but I think the world has them fooled into thinking that there isn't anything good anymore. Mm. You know, And that's the farthest thing from the truth. That's the farthest thing from the truth. So I think when you've learned how to choose gratitude overflowing that and helping others choose gratitude that can change the world. I think it's really important. Yeah. Um,
1: one of the things I, I think of, um, Psalms 118, 24, this, one I especially, this is the day that the Lord has made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. Mm-hmm. And, um, A lot of times when we approach situations or persons who are going through, you want to share your, your, your testimonies of God's goodness and how he has brought you through. You never know how those testimonies can help a person to know that they can be an overcomer and appreciate, you know, how he helps you and strengthens you and guides you and where your faith and, and, um, your, you know, just belief in him, knowing that hey, I can put all my trust in him and he's going to 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 bring me through. Um it's been such um a positive impact on my life. And I feel my mom always told me, you know, you treat people the way you would want to be treated. And I've always found myself through through um and growing up and becoming a mature um adult that I want to be kind to someone. I'm not looking at their their outward appearance or the situation they may find themselves in or who they are or what their background is. But I want to be able to treat people with, um, you know, just that they are special, that we are all special and made by God and that we need to remember that our, our, our blood still is red. We might be different on the outside, different colors, different the um denominations come from different countries, but it's no no hurt for you to be kind to one another, to show love and and just um a sense of of knowing that hey, I want to represent um, the Lord in in my actions so that someone can pick up or feel um what I feel inside for the Lord, how good I feel, and and just knowing that, hey, I'm walking by faith and not by sight. And so, um, you know, I find that it, it's not hard for me to to be kind, it's not hard for me to share my, um, my gratitude for all the blessings. And we have all been blessed. And mm-hmm. just for someone to just, you know, speak to you or help you with a bag or open a door for you. See, sometimes people fail to to realize that it doesn't have to be something big that someone yeah. does for you, but it's those kind words, hi, how are you today? Or you're being in the market and someone starts talking with you and you start a conversation and, you know, you're able to encourage them and they in turn encourage you. So um, that's how it is with, with my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. you make My mom makes so many friends you know um I feel like Amanda you're probably the same way there was one uh place my mom went to get the bulletins um done for her church is uh, a FedEx kinko's not a sponsor uh, <laughs> near <laughs> near our house and she met um a lovely lady there and they they became friends and she um um you know uh, would come to my mom's church and my mom would support her and and then um she did pass away and my mom did the eulogy. Um so you know this wasn't a someone who my mom knew uh for a long, long time. How long did you um did you know um
1: Pat? Pat yeah, I only knew Pat for maybe maybe four years at the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. um she always and and even though she passed away in February, I still have her her um, last text that I had in my phone because she would call, she called me Miss Marilyn, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, um, but, you know, our, our friendship and all we can encourage one another. And uh, it, it's, you know, it's about being kind to one another and, you know, not thinking that you're above somebody but that, hey, we are all equal and we can share in conversation. And so I she weighs on my heart a lot, but I thank God for how he always places persons in your lives that mm-hmm. will um, have a special impact um, in, in your life. And, um, you know, so... It's- and that to me is that,
0: you know, although it seems like off topic in a way, but still it's about like that gratitude that, you know, you God puts these people in this li- in your life and also your sense of gratitude that overflows into how you interact with people and you meet people and you're open to, you know, uh, getting to know people. And um, so all of these things like sort of shine, shine through. And I think that's why people will be open to talk. <laughs> To you And I know, Amanda, you make it your 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 goal to when you when you're out and, you, and people talk to you to talk to them and share Christ with them. And, um, you know, I think it just, um, you know, if God wants to use you in a certain way, you know, he'll put put those opportunities in, in your way um, to do those kind of things.
2: I think every time you meet a person, it's an opportunity for relationship. Mm -hmm. It might just not be as deep with some as others, but it's this opportunity to be a blessing, just like your mom said. And, you know, if you take every new person as an opportunity to be kind, to be a blessing, to have a smile, to bother to learn their name, you know, to ask questions about them and to be a good listener. That's just one of the greatest gifts you can give people. And, And like your mom said, it doesn't have to be anything giant. But really, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, those are the things people are longing for. Mm-hmm.
0: True, true.
1: Yes.
0: And um, just thinking, you know, we were talking about the power of, you know, gratitude and and um, one, of, one of the things that uh, my former pastor has shared that I thought was really powerful is that you know, we, we are very clear we're all Christians, we're all believers here, that um, one of the problems with Christians is that we lack gratitude. And, you know, beyond being a Christian, I believe it's going can extend beyond whether you're a Christian or not. And I really agree with that, because I think even in, you know, we being Christians, we know we're saved by grace, but we can fall into this idea of not, not being grateful, too. And when you're, when you're like that, then you don't want to be kind. You don't want to, you forget that, you know, we're supposed to be loving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. supposed to be able to well be welcoming, show hospitality. Um, we're supposed to, you know, um, you know, be, be, be encouraging to others. So, you know, um, I think lack of gratitude uh, is, is, is really, is is an issue for, for all of us. I think we sort of have mentioned this,
1: um,
0: you know, to think about.
2: Yeah, I hate to agree with you, but I do think it's true in the church. And one of the things I've noticed recently is that, uh, and I, I really uh, do my best to make sure I talk about it when I can on my podcast, is I see people who want more than they were given. Mm -hmm. I see people who aren't content with what they have. I see people who maybe want a different calling. They look at someone else and they don't even understand what that person's gone through to have that calling. (laughs) They just see them like on the stage or whatever, you know. Um, And I just see this competition and judgment and that comparison. And and that, it doesn't leave any room for gratitude. Mm You know, God gives exactly as we're supposed to receive. He Mm -hmm. he has a plan and a purpose for every single person. And it's it's all working together for his kingdom and for our good and for his glory. And so who are we (laughs) to want what somebody else has? And, you know, how can you be grateful if you're you're busy wanting something else or not liking what you've got? Mm
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I agree with you so much. Amanda, <laughs> I
1: sure. I mean, it is so true where others uh, may take their focus off of God and put it on others, you know, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're looking at their gifts and talents, but God gives us, you have to remember, God gives us all gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. And so we all um will be good at some things and other things um, you know, we might be lacking, but use the talents that God gives you. And um, let him work through you. It's a, I always feel that, you know, when I'm going through something or um, it's sometimes, I mean, I had, um, I really lacked confidence and growing up and it's, uh, it's only through God giving me the strength and knowing that you're not alone. I'm with you. I'll give you the right words to say. I'll help you to be able to um, get across the message that I want you to get across. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for how he does answer your prayers. He does give you the strength you need to show you that, hey, you can overcome that, that lack of, um, of, of feeling confident in what you're doing. And, um, you know, I just, just praise him for that. I, and in a situation right now in our church, there's a family that came in, and the young lady was going through a whole lot of um, you know, she went through um domestic violence and she came in needing a lot of things. Now it's it's some who some in our church, faithful members, prayers, what have you, but they they feel that maybe I'm um doing a little too much for that person or And sometimes in our kindness and what we do for others, showing, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, we're aware of what they're going through and you want to help them to kind of build themselves up. So they feel that it's more so of you being taken advantage of and of your and because you're kind. But to me, if the Lord gives you a heart of kindness, then we're one of these vessels used by him. So that we can extend love and kindness and pray for someone, and you know you're not looking to see how much you may have spent or the the time that you put in helping a family or going overboard. I don't look at it that way, but mm-hmm. you know it's it's it, to me it's I say, well, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing because God's been too good to me he's, he's, he's blessed me. I mean, I don't have the, the overflowing, a whole lot of other things, but I don't look to see what other people have. I'm not doing a comparison, but I'm just being thankful that I'm able to make an impact on the lives of others. And I don't feel being used. I feel that I'm being a servant, um, doing, being involved in servanthood for the Lord. So that, that's my <laughs>
2: You know what yeah. I was thinking of when you were when you were talking about that? I kept thinking about the parable uh, in the vineyard where some people were hired early to work and they agreed mm-hmm. to the wages and then others were hired towards the end, and they got the same wages. and the first people started complaining and right. and God's like, I'm the Lord of, you know, I'm the one who's granting the wages. It's not up to you. you you agreed to do something for a certain thing. And that's, that's what I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. And I do, I think people always want to look and see like what the other person's getting that they're not getting. And mm-hmm. it's a different scenario. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's also about whatever God puts on your heart to do. I know I've, yeah. um, you know, taken a class. And one of the first, first I groups I did at my church, which are small groups was on generosity. And then I started actually to teach it. And I think one of the things we have to understand is if God puts something on our heart to do it, then we shouldn't be worrying about what the other person is going to do or not do. Mm -hmm. It's God gave us this to do. So, you know, we're doing what God has put on our heart to do. Now, if that person doesn't appreciate it, or that person does something with it that they shouldn't have, but that's not really our problem we're We're showing the gratitude or the generosity to that person because that's what it was put on our heart to do, and mm-hmm. I think it easy it, it's easy. this world makes it so easy to be um cynical. oh, don't mm-hmm. give that to them, they're not going to use it or don't give it, you know they're just going to throw it away, or you know um they're going to sell it or whatever. But you know, I always say listen if if God has put it on your heart to do something, then you should do it.
1: Amen. Uh-huh. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Yeah. 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 So, um, I I wanted to give a little time to Amanda because I, you know, your podcast is just so related to this topic, um, you know, and um, can you talk a little bit more about a cup of gratitude and 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 what you try to do do on your podcast?
2: Sure, I'd love to. thank you. Um, I started it like I had said earlier because I moved to take care of my parents during the pandemic. So I was a published author and a speaker, and I was out there doing things for the Lord. and suddenly, I needed to be inside. We didn't have vaccines yet. We didn't really know what was going on. Uh, I wasn't going to church. I wasn't able to do any of the things that i I normally did uh, to keep my parents safe. and I was spending some time in the morning and in the Bible and journaling and talking to God. And I kind of said, Hey, I, I don't feel right. Like I'm not sharing the gospel. I'm not getting to be who you made me to be. What, what can I do? And I felt like, he reminded me that there's a lot of ways to tell a story, and next thing I knew, I'm you know I'm online buying a microphone and converting an old closet into into a podcast booth because the house that I'm in is a 1600s farmhouse. It's all wooden stone. There's no real place to do that, and um, I had never even listened to a podcast before I started, but I, I wanted to share God's story by sharing people's stories, and so the premise is that we take an honest look at how gratitude can change everything. I have discussions of ways of finding gratitude, even in the midst of life's biggest difficulties. We all have them. Um, And it's a platform for everyday people to share what I think are extraordinary stories. And my aim is to share God's story and also to come alongside and link arms with other people who are trying their best to work out their calling to do what God's asking them to do. And the the tagline that I came up with in my intro is my favorite thing. Because I said, some people say that their cup is half empty. Some say it's half full. But I'm asking you, what's in your cup? You know, even one drop of gratitude is going to change your life unimaginably more than a full cup of just about anything else. And so I think, again, it's that choice of, you know, what are you going to look at, and how are you going to look at it? And so I get to share stories of all different kinds of people, and I love it more than I ever would have thought. So God blessed me, you know, and let me share about Him, but also in connecting with amazing people, and like you, Jar, you know, I, I really just I've been so blessed to meet all these new people, and I love it. Wow!
0: No, that is so so cool. I mean. You know, I love and and you said it before, but to be honest, I I'm really starting to reflect on that. You know, gratitude as a choice, um, because you know, I I to be honest, I never thought about it like that. But you know, I I would agree with you, like because it is a way a way of thinking for me. I think it's you know, it feels like like really a way of life, because uh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know my mom and dad really raised me and my brother larry who's been on the podcast you can find him um to be grateful so you know um mom maybe you could talk a little bit about that like why do you think it was important for you to instill that into in, into um me and, and and larry's life because like i said it feels like it's just part of our life i mean i my brother he is he's just so he's very handy so you know it's like you know I'll call him and say uh can you help me fix something and you know he'll just come over and fix it you know and he's 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 a very you know um kind loving dad and 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 grandfather and all those things and um so and I see that gratefulness in him as well um so you know, so like I said, it feels like it's a way of life, but but as you say, it is it's really is a choice of how you see things. But but,
1: Mom, I'm going to give you a chance to talk about you know. Um, um, I guess um, for me, it all stemmed from the way you know I was raised. Um, I'm the oldest of six children, and it was a two parent household. But in our house, we never felt like we were. Um, or, you know, that, you know, our, our, our parents had jobs and they weren't the best jobs. Sometimes my dad would get laid off or my mom would work in the factory, but we always felt love. We were always, um, had food on our table. We may have had to, to, um, at times when things were very, very short and, and things like that. They had what they called, um, uh, in in a sense, it was around the, the the welfare part where they had food. You know, um, where they would give you, you know, like the 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 cheese and the cereal and the um uh, uh and other things and the pork in the cans and what have you, so that you would have that you know, as a a staple in your diet. So when things were were tight, when Christmas time came, if we just received one thing, you know, we were grateful for that, you know, but we, my parents raised and instilled in us that foundation where, you know, on Sundays you were getting up, we started at Sunday school And then we went to church. And then on the second Sunday, we were Baptist. Um, Each month, we went for um, communion. And, um, you know, they kept us in healthy activities. We were in boys. uh, My brothers were in the Boy Scouts, Cub Cub Scouts. I was in the Girl Scouts and the Brownies. And um, we went to recreational centers. So, you know, you did with the love and them instilling in us to, to be content with what you have. And, um, all of us were raised, um, to be respectful, to be dependable, to have, um, good work ethics, to know that education was, was important and to do your best and be your best. And to not, you know, we didn't beg, or when we we saw others with something, we weren't jealous of that, and so it helped me. We didn't have the 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 um all the different best clothes and all like some others in our family. When our shoes or sneakers, when we wore holes in them, we had to put cardboard in our in our shoes in order until my parents were able to um, buy us um you know new sneakers or new shoes. But still, it it instilled in us that we didn't steal, we didn't take from anyone else. We were not jealous of what somebody else had, but we made do with what we had, and we were thankful that you know we had both parents and what they instilled in my brothers. We were all like I I would say workaholics on our jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, we always my one of my brothers went through his entire school year from beginning to end and had um, perfect attendance. I missed it because at that time PTC went on strike and when I was in high school and I went to a high school that was not near where.
0: Mom what is um, wait a second
1: what's PTC? That was the Philadelphia Transportation (laughs) Company yeah so now that is the
0: Because you know, (laughs) people aren't always from Philly who listen to
1: this. So, (laughs) so I I just want to bring that in because, you know, we didn't have it easy. You know, like some people, I mean, no matter what they wanted, they got. So, Mm -hmm. you know, one year we all got Chicago roller skaters, roller skates. We Mm -hmm. were happy. I got my white ones and my brothers got the black ones. So if you got one, I never had a, had a, a brand new bike. I never had a bike my brothers eventually got one, but I mean, it's just some of the things that, you know, you don't, you know, you don't have a pity party. You don't beg or nag your parents. And so this is what we didn't do. And when I look at my brothers and my sister, I mean, we're doing well, you know, we had good jobs. We raised our families. I mean, there, um, a lot of uh, our, our children went to college and, um, one of my brothers had had received a basketball scholarship. The other one received one, but he didn't really wasn't ready to go and I always wanted to college that was one of that was one of my hangups. I always wanted to go to college, but my parents were able to do you know have the monies to send me but um, I did go to business school, and so I've always instilled' them, my son and daughter to be your best and to do your best and and just to, to to appreciate the people who you have in in your in, in your in your lives, and and to know that you know just to be kind and understanding, and not one who's always where people can have a um, a a rumor <laughs> going on about about different things, and you know just just be yourself and and let God show you. Just what you need to do. So, in talking all about that, it's just sometimes it begins in the beginning of how you're raised Mm -hmm, and how mm -hmm. you turn out. So, as Char has already said, when you're in that, when any of the nieces and nephews, the cousins came over, hey, they knew that hey, bring some clothes for church because we're going to (laughs) go. I kept them busy in church. You know, they Mm -hmm. were in the youth group singing on the choir. Um, and to this day, all of them are adults, but they remember mm-hmm. and they, 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 I, it makes me feel so good. You know, they say, Aunt Lynn, I remember when mm-hmm. um, you told us, you know, we were in the programs or we were singing and they went to youth retreats and everything. But I just wanted to instill in them to be thankful for what you have, and that, hey, you can make a, 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 a situation that looks bad really come out good but it's all that you know who the source is and so that's some of the things I probably could go on and on and on <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: yeah no I re- I'm glad that you shared those because those are some of the things that I remember and certainly that made me um you know like I said you instilled great gratefulness into you know me and me and um Larry and you know both uh both you and dad worked really hard and were successful in your careers and the things that you did and put us through school and all the things. So, you know, we have tons of things to be grateful for, but I'm just so glad that you instilled that in us and also like in our extended family and friends, um, you know, just because you're, you know, just that kindness and that gratefulness is so important. But I think, and, and I think Amanda and mom, you, you sort of did also allude to this too. And I talked a little bit about it as well, that, you know, there's just a lot of negative things going on in the world. So, you know, you know, how do we like maintain a grateful heart? Because, you know, I admit, you know, I can admit that sometimes you turn on the news or, and you hear about things that are going on and it it can really sadden your heart. Um, But, you know, you know, you could, you have to go back, of course, to, to grace, you know, grace is, grace is sufficient for us and, Mm -hmm. and, and things like that. But, but it is, it is, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. So what, what are your tips or thoughts on trying to maintain a grateful heart, especially in the world today where there's so much negativity going on?
2: Well, one of the things I love, my daughter is a psychotherapist and she gets very nerdy about about the brain and she likes Mm -hmm. to tell me cool things. And so I learned from her years ago that God created our brains that when you choose something, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, and you keep choosing it over and over again, it creates a neural network, like a highway through your brain. And it makes it easier to travel on, right? Mm-hmm. So again, we're back to choosing a blessing or a curse, right? We're choosing good or bad. So if I'm going to choose to look for good things and I choose it again and again and again, I make it easier. And and before I know it, I'm expectant for good mm. things, okay? It works it works conversely if I wanted to be bitter or angry or upset or whatever, but I I get back to that it's a choice, right? It's actually a discipline, I think. It's a mm. discipline. So nobody really likes discipline, but discipline works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it instills things in us and changes our character. So my best thing that I do, honestly, <laughs> to maintain a heart of gratitude, it's so simple, is I remember that that there is that neural network, right? So in the morning, just picture you're waking up, it's cold outside, it's dark, and you don't want to get up. Mm -hmm. we all grumble in our head. It might not come out our mouth, right? But I realized Mm -hmm. one day that I was waking up kind of grumbly. So what I started doing is before I even touch my feet on the ground, I stop and I think of a few things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. You know, I thank God for being God, for a bed to be in, a roof over my head, my family, whatever the case may be, whatever comes to mind. So before I've even gotten out of bed, I fired up my neural network. And then I get my Mm. coffee, which makes me even more grateful. And (laughs) and I'm already expectant for good things. And it's so simple. But I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. It's a practice and a discipline that helps every day be better.
0: Yeah, that's, that's just, that's a wonderful way to think about it, getting up and, and just, you know, thinking of one thing, grateful. And you know what, it's, it's so interesting because I forget what training I was in and they, they said the same thing. And this was not a, you know, not a, a, a Christian seminar or anything that I went to related to church, but they talked about just, it just uh, every day thinking of one thing that you're thankful for, you're grateful for, and how that makes such a difference in your life. So I think it's I, I just I, I think I want to re- remember that this gratefulness is is something that everybody can do, and <laughs> it doesn't you know, who whoever you are you know gratefulness can can make a big impact in your life. Mom, do you have any other th- other things you want to add to like you know how to keep a great
1: grateful heart? Um. Amanda, I really like what you said. Um, that was really so. And I, I think I kind of read that about, you know, the, uh, the brain and getting up in the morning and being thankful. Um, one of the things that I, I probably would add, I um, believe in the power of prayer also. And um, when I see all these things on the news and whatever, and I hear, you know, about all the, the, the killings and, 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 you know, the the racism and the hatred and just all the, the those things that seem to be overwhelming and are um, very destructive in some way. Um, then I just began. I said, "No, that God, I know you see what's going on down here, and it's just my faith believing, Lord, I know that you are going to change this situation. He, because He's the only one that can really change the hearts of." persons who are doing or committing the things that are going on and it's just that it just makes me pray harder and mm-hmm. it just makes me pray sometimes people <laughs> um when I'm praying um my pastor told me you know like you're praying from every everybody and they say they have this thing about don't be stingy with your prayers you can't mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter who the who they who the person is or their background or whatever, you feel that everybody needs um a prayer lifted for them and that everybody should know that our hearts can only be changed by our our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And knowing him and coming and just giving of yourself to him and saying Lord I want to change heart. I want to change mind. And I've seen him work in supernatural ways in and, and just changing the way some people are thinking and acting, and mm-hmm. so my thing is just keep on praying, you know um and giving thanks every day for a new mm-hmm. day and another opportunity to lift his holy name up, so that's my
2: yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad people prayed for me. Because I only really was born again 21 years ago, and I'm 58, so do the math, right? I, mm-hmm. I grew up going on Sunday, but I never had a relationship with God. And now you can't stop me from talking about him everywhere I go, yeah. <laughs> um, you know? But um, that started because people cared enough to pray for me to come to him. So, yeah, don't ever discount the power of prayer. hmm Amen. I think that
0: prayerfulness plus thankfulness is is really powerful, and um, I'm I, I know I'm so thankful that I have a praying mother and had praying grandmothers, and mm-hmm. um, you know it just it just makes a difference when people are 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 praying for you. It's that it's just that encouragement and it it keeps you going. I remember my freshman year was really tough, but in co- my freshman year at college. And it was parent, you know, parents visiting day. And I think, um, I don't think dad came on, but I remember my mom coming with Miss ferrant who was my childhood Sunday school teacher and them coming and praying with me. And, and um, it makes such a difference, <laughs> um, you know, as you're struggling to know that, you know, there's, 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 there's people up lifting you up, lifting you up. Yeah, so you know, we, we sort of alluded to this as well, but you know, want to carry on that thought with, you know, we talked about keeping our maintaining our own grateful heart, but when you have people who sort of struggle with being grateful, what 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 kind of things can we share with them to help them um, to 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 be more grateful?
2: Or to well, even I- be grateful put it that way (laughs) I tell people to write things down Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to look around and find things that are good even if it's I can take a breath I can see I can walk because there's other people in this world who can't right Mm -hmm. and and just keep adding to the piece of paper whether it's a journal or, or just a blank piece of paper whatever just keep writing them down keep looking And when you find them, acknowledge them. I think there's always someone out there that's praying for the things that we already have. You know, like we got to understand we've been blessed, you know. And I would say on the days, this is the part that is for if you're really struggling. On the days that are really hard, when you cannot see a good thing, you go back to what you wrote down. Mm and you see what God has done, you see the things that were good, you see the things you were able to write down and it's gonna fire up that same neural network and you're gonna be able to see good again. It's amazing how it works, it really is. And I I also wanted to say that God can handle it. If you're (laughs) unhappy or you're angry or you're struggling, let him know, Mm. let it out. And let him walk through it with you. And you'll find that just his presence walking through that and him being able to take what you say, that that's something to be grateful for.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mom, you have anything you want to add to that?
1: Um, um yeah, that um let's see. Well, I know that um when, you know, we, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, 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 in the praying praying and the thankfulness, but I also look at, um, if like Psalms 46, one, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. Um, I tend to encourage those who may, um, you know, be sharing with me what they're going through. I want them to know that you never give up, mm-hmm. that you, when you look over your life and to see just how, you know, you have come to this point in your life, there's going to be a mixture of some good times, some bad times, some up times, some down times. But what you have to remember is, who brought you through and mm-hmm. that you want to thank the Lord for just everything, you know, and, and just be grateful for the time spent and know that he never tires of us because he's always available 24 seven. It's letting them know that, Hey, no matter what you're going through, that you can call on his mighty name, and when you call on his name every time when i call on the name of jesus something inside just begins to give me the reassurance and the strength to know that hey i can come get through this i can make it and so that's how how he fills us up to let us know that that we are his we belong to him and that if we come to him openly and share um what we're going through he already knows it but sometimes mm-hmm. he's waiting on us to make known what's going on with us so that he can kind of guide us through you know our our journey and so that's what i have to do just keep on keeping on don't give up even though you might be looking for an instant blessing but remember god works on his own time schedule not ours and sometimes we are going through a test. Sometimes we're we're going mm-hmm. through these times when he wants to see just how faithful we're going to be if we are my favorite term for real, for real. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was so, waiting
0: for that to come on the podcast, Mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because that's what he's looking for. I mean, we have to be for real, for real mm-hmm. about. Lord, I'm expressing this to you. This is what I'm going through. I know you know all about it, but be confident to know that he is going to bring you through. Be confident to know that there is a light at the end of your tunnel and that, hey, you will be a new person. He will clean you up and he will get all of those doubts and all of those negative vibes that you might have out of you. And he does the changing of the mind, the heart and everything else. So, and this is where I go, to God be the glory. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, You know what you made me think of? In Hosea 2.15, is one of my favorite places where he says, I'll make the Valley of Acor a doorway of hope. And Achor means trouble. And the Valley of Acor is called that because Achan and his family were actually killed there for disobeying the Lord in the Old Testament. So he's actually saying, I'll even make the place where you're serving out the repercussions of what you did wrong, a doorway of hope. Like he offers us, even in that valley, right. even in that place, he offers us hope.
1: Right. Right.
2: Where yes. else are you going to get that kind of hope from? That's right. Now, how can you not be grateful for that? Right. Mm. Right. Right. Amen. And I, Yeah. And I think
0: that points to like, you know, really um, this is where I think, this is where the power of scripture comes in, okay? um Because that's where, you know, if, where when you have people who aren't or are struggling to be grateful, you know, if they're open to hearing, to, to, to pointing out some scriptures like you shared, I know I could do my favorite one, Jeremiah 29 11, that the Lord has plans for you, and they're good plans to prosper mm-hmm. you and not harm you, and to give you hope for a future. So maybe, you know, um, you know, understanding that God is there and he has plans for you. And, and as you said, the journaling and just looking at where God has brought you from. So you take that look back. I love what you said, because sometimes we can get in a hole, you know, and we have to look back and say, you know, but you know, I used to, you know, not have a car and now I have a car, even though I have to put the car in the shop, I have a car. I have transportation. I think sometimes we get so caught up in the, you know, the things that are going on, as I said, life that we forget to look beyond it and see where we've we've come from. So that journaling, that looking at scripture, that prayer, all those things come together to really help when you're help when you're struggling, struggling to be grateful. Because I go back to what my mom said: tomorrow's not promised; each and every day is a gift from God.
2: Mm-hmm. So just
0: mm-hmm. the fact that uh, we woke up and can. Can breathe that breath of life is 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 something to be thankful for, and even when people are struggling, even with battling cancer, studies have shown scientific studies that the people who have faith, the people who have gratitude, do much better, mm-hmm. live longer, um, are more open, uh, have better treatment outcomes, and I guess that goes to you know how your daughter looks at it, um, Amanda. You know, mm-hmm. waking up those good things in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, that make it that make it better. So this has been um really powerful. I mean, we talked about journaling and we've talked about scripture. Are there any other resources or activities that you think can help cultivate, you know, the superpower of gratitude? Because I know for me, I like to walk in this spot and I think I've mentioned in the podcast before called Valley Green. And there's an entrance not far from where I live. And sometimes I walk with a friend and sometimes I walk by myself, but just walking in that kind of setting where there's this, there's trees that over, that sort of make this canopy over the path. So you have this natural shading that makes it not so hot. And mm. and it has a, you know, a little, I'll call it brook running along the side and just looking at the the leaves and the nature. And it just... Just really, like, wow, you know how how wondrous is our God to give us this natural canopy, this place to walk, and for me, walking, getting outside sort of helps you know is one of the activities that helps cultivate my gratitude um, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know, do you know Mom and Amanda, you have other things that that you think could or resources It could be a resource as well, book or Or, of course, I would say, listen to Amanda's podcast, A Cup of Gratitude, (laughs) in addition. (laughs) But other things that we can might help people who are really wanting to to be more grateful.
2: Well, there's two things that I do. And you just mentioned one of them. Perspective shift. Get yourself Mm. somewhere else, right? Look Mm. at it from another angle. Because sometimes we get stuck the other thing is literally just grabbing some tangible things what is one thing i can see that's good what's one thing i can hear that's good what's one thing that i can touch you know you all of your senses ground yourself with with those things and again that might seem small but it's not and honestly if if you know from from the psychiatric point of view using your senses and grounding yourself is something that that they have people do in many instances for anxiety and other other troubles Uh, but Mm -hmm. that perspective shift really makes a difference and my last thing is there's an eternal reality that way outweighs my momentary difficulty (laughs) Mm -hmm. and when I can remember that okay yes I'm I might be suffering yes and and I haven't had a you know Uh, a completely easy life. But when things are difficult, I have an eternal promise. And if I can focus on that and not on the moment, it's kind of like, for me, like, do we look at the waves? Or do we look at Jesus? (laughs) You know, like, when when he got out of the boat, and he looked at Jesus, he could walk on water. But when he looked at the waves is when he began to stink. And I think like, if we can just find our way, if you don't know Jesus, Oh my gosh! Would you please just consider it? <laughs> but if you if you do, don't forget that that's where we're supposed to look. Because that, for me, if I'm drowning or I'm overwhelmed or I'm into my feelings or whatever, like that's that's the one thing I can do, and that's the the ultimate perspective shift.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, mom, anything else you want to add to any other resources or activities that sort of help cultivate
1: gratitude? Um, I guess um in in my study, just sitting in my <laughs> comfortable recliner that my dear daughter purchased for me in my room. Mm-hmm. And just closing my eyes, having time of just meditating on mm-hmm. life and and um God's goodness and Then when I look around in 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 my office or my my study area, what have you, and then just seeing all the, you know, the different remarkable things reminded me of of um the relationship that I have with the Lord, you know, and different things um like cast all your care upon Him, and then be still and know that I am God, and and then I have. Um, things that say blessed or on the calendars, I am always with you, and you know, just pictures. I am the resurrection and the life and and just seeing you know, just so many things that brings that warmth and that comfort and just um just being filled with just the gratitude and thankfulness that the peace and the joy and the love that the Lord brings. Um, to me. Um, it's just, it, it, you can't replace it. So that's my time meditating and just being mm-hmm. quiet and hearing the voice or just being calm because I'm always busy doing things. But when I sit down and relax and then it's being thankful to um, God for giving me the abilities that I have and being with me through just everything and knowing that it's all because of him not anything that I could have done on my own but through that right relationship with him that you know hey I don't want to turn it in for nothing in the world you know so that's my key meditation
0: yeah you know what I as you were both talking you know what I started to think about you know we talked Everyone talks a lot about self-care. And when we think about self-care, that means go to the spa or get your mandy and pedicure or you know count go for this a vacation, get away. But but self-care is also about taking that time of sitting back in quietness. Mm-hmm. You know, um being grateful, I think is part of self-care. Now because in addition to being a superpower power, I think it's part of self-care. Yeah. Because, you know, we have to uh, you know that that whole change of uh, perspective shift or paradigm shift is going to make a difference how we live in this life, and I love it because, as you mentioned, Amanda, for uh, us as believers, this is just a transition. This is not our home, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we're looking to a a a a better place. So you know, but while we're here, we have to live out how what God wants us to do. And being grateful is part of it. Um,
2: and there's nothing that we go through that Jesus didn't go through. Right. You, ultimate example. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have no one else to talk to, Amen. you can talk to him. Yeah. Because he didn't deserve what he got either. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs>
0: yeah, that that's, and, that is so true. And in, in yeah. life is not, you know... My dad would always tease us. If you want breaks, you have to go to Hollywood. <laughs> you, know, <it's> like, <laughs> you know, this is this is life. There are going to be ups and downs, but I I, yeah. I truly believe, and I can say that now at this age that I can see all those ups and downs were important to make me who I am now. So mm-hmm. I'm even grateful for those down times because if I hadn't gone through those, I couldn't be at this place where yeah. I could, you know. uh, um, you know, be able to to do the things that I'm doing and meet the people and do a podcast and all these other things. If I didn't go through everything else that I had to go through, even COVID, I I yeah. I, I tell people I think you know COVID was was a blessing in many ways. Think about some of the things that you know you got to experience. You know, I winded up changing churches at that time. So I can look at all these churches online and do my systematic thing that I go through also my techie <laughs> side and pray and land on a church where I want up landing. But, you know, so even in that, you know, we can, we can find um, a gratitude and, and then it gets us to, to higher heights and, and then things that we can do. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm really um glad that you know we could have this conversation. And I do believe it it falls into the category of all my podcasts where I want to engage, inform, and inspire. But before we wrap it up, um, I would like to see if you had any any last thoughts you want to share with our listeners before before we we get off.
2: Well, I just want to say, yeah, you know, we talked a little bit that your daughter and mm-hmm. I met, and that's kind of how I ended up being here in this moment, but like, what a blessing to have met your daughter, to have gotten mm-hmm. to become friends with you, to now get to experience, you know, hearing like the wisdom from your mom. But like, what I think I want to share is like, none of that was by chance. Yeah, God did that. I, mm-hmm. I was looking at something that I was going to purchase where your daughter works, like for three months. And every time <laughs> wow. I'm, like, I'm not gonna, well, I'm gonna get it now. And I always had a full cart, and I couldn't get it. Whatever, my son almost got it for me twice. It was crazy. And then this one day, I went, I'm getting it. And I walked over to where she was, and she was so kind. And I purchased it, and she held it for me. I did everything else, and that she had put it in this really sturdy, great box to keep it safe. And when I went to get it, I was like, I can't, I could have carried it by itself, but in the box, I couldn't carry it. So she had to go with me. And then because I am who I am and God knows I'm going to take every chance. (laughs) I started, she saw, she saw my tattoos. She started talking to me about her boyfriend, you know, who was tattoo artist. And I started telling her that they were part of my story and that I was, you know, a Christian author and, and a podcaster and that like, I. I often talk to people about God because of of what was on my arm. And she thought that was so cool. And she took me all the way out. She was so kind and helpful Mm -hmm. and wonderful. And then I looked over and I thought, well, maybe she's busy because she's on her phone. You know what she was doing? Pulling up my podcast so she could give it to you. And she was texting me, texting me your phone number so I could reach out to you. And then we've become friends. So, you know what? When you bother to be kind, Like your mom was saying, you bother to honor every person that you meet. Mm -hmm. Look what God can do, because we could have never met each other, and then we wouldn't be sitting here right now. But God has a plan, and if we choose, if we choose to make the most of every opportunity, look what can happen. Yeah,
0: that is so true. Mom, I'm very thankful.
2: Thankful for your daughter. Thankful for your yes.
0: daughter. And, and I'm thankful for my daughter as well. <laughs> God blessed me with one daughter and he knew what I needed. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mom, what are you Your last thoughts.
1: Well, I'm I'm thankful for this this opportunity and 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 meeting um a new friend Amanda and then how I know with Shara and Shelby, um they have just that inviting um and welcoming um way about them. And um I'm so thankful for that. This has been sort of relaxing. Char knows that I'm always busy. I'm sitting at the computer. I'm the you know I have my great grandson here, which I have to get ready. But this was a time of relaxation and it also um helped me to you know see the importance of uh, of, and highlight more gratitude and thankfulness and and then looking at how scripture and the bible and and you know just taking out time for for yourself is so important and so I liked um uh, um the different discussion amanda had with her her um her cup of gratitude and and you know just the things that were shared. So this gave me a time to relax and wind down and also to, you know, look at some, um, I had a couple of scriptures that I I just wanted to leave us with, and that was James 1, 2 to 4, and it says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And then in Matthew 6, 21, it says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in in Christ Jesus for you. And so um, these are just, just three that, that um, just express gratitude. And I'm thankful for this day. Thankful to God for bringing us all together. And you never know how, you know, I always say he knows how to put his people together. And I said, already I start, my mind start going about, hey, when our praise and worship team um, comes together for service on Sunday, I think I'm going to incorporate, I usually lead that, um, some things about gratitude and thankfulness. So it's all good. And I'm thankful for this day and for everything that God has done for us and and bringing us together and knowing that it's all about him. It's not about us. So here again, to God be the glory. Amen. 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 Well,
0: thanks. Thanks, mom. That was a great way to close out the podcast. And I'm going to try to incorporate in the references, you know, some of these scriptures. I will definitely incorporate those three. And there's a couple of ones I want to catch up with you both that I, I, I didn't get exactly the, 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 the location. Cause I want to make sure I put them in. I've had done this in the past where I'll put in the scripture and then a link to where, you know, a person can, can find it and actually read it online if they like as a reference. So I uh, appreciate you both. And as I always say, when I close my podcast, I might be asking you to come back. So thank <laughs> you so much, Amanda. And thank you so much, mom. And, um, you know, you. This really has been um, a powerful podcast, and I think a wonderful way to close out my uh, last year, my last podcast in my series of twelve. The fourth, so this is like my. This would be like the forty eighth podcast, which is amazing to me since I started this. So, thank you both. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Char.
0: If you want to learn more about Garage Conversations with Shar, including information on upcoming and previous podcasts, do visit the website, garageconversationwithchar.com. Peace and blessings.